Welcome to Pauli Malinaji from Brooklyn to the world. Proudly representing his hometown of Brooklyn, New York. Pauli Malinaji takes you inside the ring and beyond. I'm definitely far from shy. We're going to be ranting about a lot of stuff. Not just about boxing, I'm permeated on life in general, many sports topics and politics. Pauli doesn't hold back. The two time world champion, Pauli the Magic Man. Holy Malinaji, Peter Cards, Brooklyn to the world. <laughs> I have not stopped eating, so you guys got to excuse me. I've, uh, I'm still chewing. I'm still eating. I've, you know, I still haven't let you make way for two, three months straight. Now I just can't stop eating. And I'm Literally. talking. I'm introducing the show while I'm eating a sandwich. Excuse me. <laughs> excuse my rudeness. Folks, Peter's getting a kick out of it. <laughs> You're the pot calls it kettle black. Look at the size of Peter. He's making fun of me for eating. you imagine? <laughs> You got a pair of balls on you, kid. You, you eat it on, I drink it on. You gotta be kidding me. Man. What a wonderful day in the city. A lot of uh, people might be thinking this might be a somber show after the uh, defeat I suffered at the hands of Danny Garcia, but no such feeling today. I, I feel, uh, feel good. Uh, feel I'm healthy. Good. I have my health. I have my money, and I lost to a, a very good champion, a guy I have a ton of respect for, and uh, I wouldn't have it any other way. If this was my last fight, I uh, I gotta say I I am glad it was Danny Garcia, who is uh you know a class act and a class absolutely. fighter. Absolutely, absolutely. Did you say if? Way. You said if. Well, I mean, you're not totally closing the door. I um, probably, but yeah, you know, no, I mean, the door's fucking closed, guys. The door's closed. Uh, uh, do we gotta have this discussion no, every no, time no, I fight? We, listen, <laughs> every time I fight, you gotta have this discussion about it's definitely All closed. Right. I mean, you eat. I'm uh, trying to hey, eat. Hey, hey, Pete, how are you? Yeah. He's ruining my meal. He, he's retiring for me. Yeah. Imagine. I mean, I've said I'm probably retiring. Right. But can I can I have a couple of days to digest my situation? Yeah, digest the food that you're eating. <laughs> I'm choking. Yeah. He's choking on a piece of chicken. He's trying to get his point. Out. He's trying to get his point out. Uh, look at you. Look at you. I'm look trying to. Um, I'm trying to enjoy a meal. I can't even enjoy a meal with this guy. Yeah, that's his fourth meal of the day. No, I just started eating. Yeah. I, I got up late. The first one was 20 minutes ago. I had the hot dog stand guy I, uh, on, the, on the way here. The, the, the How much was it? The heart attack hot dog with the onions, ketchup, and, and mustard. Oh, Nick, how good was that? Our buddy Nick Lupo's here. Our manager Anthony Cat is here. Um, we walked. I want to thank Anthony Cat personally. Uh, it was his wonderful and bright idea. To take the fucking hideous train. <laughs> What's wrong? Hey, with you took the train. I took hey, you the broke fucking, the train. I took the fucking train today, bro. You broke the Jerry. train. I don't understand. You always complain about the train. What's wrong with the train? You want to sit in, 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 in two hours worth of traffic? What wasn't the wrong with the train? What the happened? trains got us here pretty quickly. We we had a transfer. <gasps> uh, no. Three times. Oh my god. Three times. We had three different trains. Really? Well, it was hotter than. It, it, Bowls. It smelled like a taxi cab driver's nutsack <laughs> after he drove for 40 well, hours. Well, usually straight. we would have a straight one train ride here, but because we had to stop at a doctor. Uh, oh, you, you make know. some stops. So you know what? Like we made some stops. I'll tell yeah. you where the stops were made. All right. Okay. We get off the train at 77th Street and Lexington. The Green Line. We walked from there to, the to here. You walk from there to here. To here. That's a long walk. Can you imagine what my ball sack smells like right now? Mm. Probably. You, you have you any never fucking exercise. idea? Instead of, instead of thanking us, instead of saying, oh, you know yeah, what, thanks I, never, a lot. I never get any exercise. Yeah, thanks a lot. Get the I never fuck do any physical work as far as, you know, getting <laughs> being in shape. This kid. He looks good. This kid's going to walk. Help. <laughs> exactly. That yeah. walk gave you some color, cuz. Yeah, it gave me color. Yeah. I know. It gave me some it color. It gave me a lot of color. A couple of calories. It's color in my thighs. I got jock itch. That's what color I got. It's red. Buy a better pair of boxes then. What do you want me to tell you? Jockage. I'm playing by jockage. Right. Like the rest of the city doesn't walk every day. A nice sunny, it's a nice sunny New York City day. A nice sunny, nice humid, sunny day in New York humid, City. Humid, humid. And this kid is complaining about walking. Yeah. Walking. This guy had a. Who fight doesn't walk in Manhattan? And, and I'm sore. Angry. I'm still sore from the fight. Right. He's fought and everything. You're all angry. What are you angry about? I don't walk, bro. You gotta walk. Twenty something blocks. What do you want to live to forty? Humidity. What do you want? You gotta live a little bit, bro. You know, in ten yeah. years, you're gonna, be, you're gonna be as healthy as an eighty-year-old. Like that's not normal. If you if you don't start walking and then I can walk to the store and play my numbers. Yeah, that's like a block away. That's like a block Play away. That's even blocks. Play my numbers. I told Alyssa. I told Alyssa when we get old, I'm gonna be like the miserable old guy. 
As opposed to the miserable young guy. I had a fucking dollar on that. You believe that, prick? (laughs) And what a beautiful number. (laughs) That no, I love when people say that. Number comes out. Oh, five seventeen. Oh, beautiful number. Beautiful. Why is it beautiful? I don't know. That's that's the funniest thing. My friends say it all the time. What do you play? I say I play two sixteen for my daughter. Oh, beautiful number. What makes, what it, makes beautiful? it beautiful? I don't know. It's, I mean, a, it's an even number. It's nice. No, but just people, yeah. Any number comes out. Oh, what a beautiful number. Two's got a nice shape to it. Is there an ugly number? I don't know. We play lottery. Is, like, is there a number you don't want to pick? I don't Three. Like, I don't like fives. Yeah, six, six, six. We're going to play the devil. Yeah. You hit that, you fucking take that one to the bank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Diablo. Are these real numbers or are these on the side numbers? These are not like, No, no, uh, real uh, lottery. Legit, right at my corner store. Legit right lottery. At, right at the okay. store, yeah. I get my beers and I play my numbers. Not like a Bronx well, tail. Like the, the, pick three, the, the pick three lot of numbers. Yeah. The pick three, the pick four. Mm. Nice. Really? Yeah, man. Really? I needed that one. Is that from the walk? That's the walk. That's the hot dog. That's the beer. That's Bringing the class back to the show. Yeah, of mm. course. Nice. Yeah. Listen, honestly, it, I would have thought... I would have thought I would be like down and depressed I, whenever, whenever he loses. Listen, he lost on his feet. We had a great camp. It was long. As Nikki, he, Nikki helped me out big time this camp. Fight I week, mean. you know, he helped me out a lot, and he got to see how crazy it gets for me. You know, as as stuff gets, you know, really busy, tickets and phone calls and emails and texts. Uh, Nikki, Nikki helped out a lot. Um, I thought. I thought I would be very down, but like I said, we had a good time, man. After the fight, we went out, you know, we, we went to the house, and we just partied, drank ourselves. I drank myself into a fucking coma. Well, what else is now? Where, where'd you wake up? I woke up in his bathroom. <laughs> yeah, literally. Did bathroom. you see him? Did you find him there? No, my brother came upstairs and showed me a picture, and he's like, he's like, <laughs> you got to tweet that out. He's like, yo, dude, he's passed out in your bathroom. I'm like, wow, that's Pete. Can't say I haven't seen it before. Yeah, and but then they put me in a bed. Nice how do you know when to give him? If you have to give him CPR or not? Do you check check to see if he's put a mirror under his nose? Pete never needs CPR. He's he's good to go. I'm always fine. As long as you let him sleep it off, whatever it is, he's good to go. And then he you know, jumps on the bed and wakes me up because we have to go to my in-laws. I can't say uh, I can't say that. Uh, I wasn't disappointed. I mean, it's a it's a defeat, and I'm a competitive guy, and I was disappointed. But you know, you just at a certain point, you just over the, a lot of the training and stuff like that. And I was just uh, happy that I was able to, you know, maybe have a meal or grab ate some pizza after the fight, and just uh, be able to hang out with my friends into a late night, which uh, which I hadn't done in a long time. You know, you're always worried about your bedtime and whatnot. So, you know, I, I was disappointed. I'm still disappointed um, overall. But you know, all, all good things have to come to an end. And Come a time in your life when you move on, or, or when you know, you know, you just uh, when you're doing a physical activity like uh, boxing or any other sport, you know, for all you sportsmen out there, of course, you know, there comes a time where it's uh, you're just not doing it at the same level as you used to. Um, <coughs> and like I said, I mean, the only one of the um, one of the positive notes is that the silver lining is that you know I lost to a great champion, and and I don't, and uh, if I had it had to be like that, I'm I'm glad it was to to Danny, who's who's a hardworking, diligent guy. We did random drug testing for the fight. Uh, yep. He does it all the time. Um, two athletes, <laughs> two um, athletes, the clean, clean athletes, athletes. Clean sport. Um, you know, we uh, we partook in that. Uh, you know, he, he's a solid fighter. He's 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 a fighter that you know has been with, with a lot of the best and is one of the best for a reason. And again, I mean, on on all levels, on all levels, I was I was happy that if it was gonna be somebody that was gonna beat me and possibly. Um, you know, make the end happen to my boxing career. You know, it was going to be in Brooklyn. It was a guy like Danny Garcia. So, you know, I, I'm I'm like at peace with that part of uh, of the equation. You know, the disappointment is that you know it's something that's a piece of my life that you know you have to seriously consider ending. I have to seriously consider, you know, oh, thinking about the fact that maybe uh, this isn't going to happen again, or at least at a high level, I don't think it's ever going to happen again for sure. You know, like uh, at that world class level. You know, um, you know, I think. In order to be at a world class level, you got to be able to win at a world class level. And I think on Saturday night, um, there were just things that weren't clicking for me that that I felt like should have been clicking at times, you know. And of course, Danny gets some of the credit for that, but also some of that was, uh, you know, on me. I mean, I don't, I, and I, I can't figure out if it was the 16 month layoff, if it's my age, if it was just Danny being Danny, or maybe a mixture of all of the things. But frankly, I'm tired of wondering if it, which one it might be, you know. Uh, a younger me maybe might wonder about it and, uh, you know, come up to a, draw up a, con- a conclusion and then say, you know what, that's what needs to be solved, that's what needs to be fixed to fix and it, try to yeah. fix it. I'm just sick of wondering and figuring out 
what the latest problem might be, you know? Uh, in the past, I've, I've had to come up with these situations, these equations as far as what the problem might have been. And um, everybody, else, everybody else had the answer, but I always ended up having the right answer. And I was, a, I was always able to go back, fix the problem, and come back better and stronger. And that's why my career lasted as long as it did. Uh, because I was always ended up being right and everybody else ended up being wrong. This time, I, I, uh, I'm, I'm not in the mood to really think about it too much. If I start thinking about it too much, I might psych myself out and end up thinking about fighting again. And I don't really want to give a lot of thought to that right now, you know? Um, I want to just take a chill pill, relax, and then, um, and then uh, you know, just decide what, uh, what, what the next order of affairs might be. But like I said, I mean, as far as it is at a world-class level, I think for sure... You know, I, I don't have the, the patience or the, the wherewithal to have these very tough training camps for those kind of fights. Um, and not to mention the time. I mean, I've, I've just I'm so, much, so much more strapped for time than I used to be when I was younger. So, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's a lot to think about, and um, I rack my brain around it. You know, we were actually, you know, I don't know, Peter, how much of the, your memory you remember from last night because you were... Hammond. You, well, I wasn't going to say Hammond. I was going to okay. put him a little more gently. Go ahead. But inebriated, you know, inebriated. Yeah, slightly. He, he's Peter's been known to have a a cerveza or a or a, 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 a what? Wait, what's the word used? A libation, a libation <laughs> or two, <laughs> a libation or two in a, in the late night hours. So, you know, during Peter's libation time, we were sitting there discussing a lot of things, and um, Peter mentions, you know, we the the subject of the UK comes up about you know maybe having a farewell fight in the UK and whatnot. And I said, I don't know, you know, I don't want to give it a lot of thought because then if I start thinking a lot of thought, I'm going to start putting two and two together and getting four and then starting to really, you know, come up with a, the, an equation that might work, you know? And then he's like, yeah, but, you know, it would just be like, a, he said, like, what'd you say? Like, you said the, some, you put it some, like a... I don't remember. Not, you didn't say a farewell fight, but you said something like a... a an event, some, some. I don't remember like, the word. Exhibition like Creed versus uh, yeah, Drago. Yeah, but then uh, and then know. and then all of a sudden it hit me because I start putting two and two together like a retard, <laughs> and I and I and I thought I had just read or my my guys had just told me yesterday ten twenty four it's Kel Brook versus Diego Chavez just got announced in Sheffield England, so I said, well, I mean if we really had to. We could go for the European title on that card and then retire because I'm the European. I'm the, I'm the mandatory for the European title. I mean, if we really had to, we could go that route. And he goes, "What do you mean? What are you saying?" I was like, "I'm I'm saying what you're saying. I'm just putting the rest of the story together. That's all I'm saying." I'm <laughs> saying, can you like just shadow box in front of the fans for a little bit? And, like, get them excited. <laughs> and, so and, if you you had you said you had an opponent. You you wanted me to fight somebody, but like box somebody, and, and I'm like. I mean, if I can't beat Bronco even now, I mean, listen, one thing about... I could, I could beat Bronco. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. 75 pounds. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're not even, you're not a welterweight. That's not even fair. Why, why would you want to fight a smaller man? Why would you want to fight a smaller man? I know, but I'm trying to make my point over here. I'm talking over here. Can I, can I, I'm not going to blow you, no, but can I verbally, no, can I verbally no, blow you for a couple of minutes? No, no, because I'm making my point over here, and you're, and you're actually messing up my train of thought. And now I'm trying. Now I actually got to go back and search for what my trainer of thought might be. What was I saying, Seth? You fighting in the UK about Bronco in the UK? Mutt. Yeah, so fight maybe Bronco on the on the Brook Chavez card. I mean, this I'm just thinking out loud. And I even told him, I'm like, this is just me thinking out loud at three in the morning over here. You know, while you're enjoying a couple of libations and I'm sober as a priest. But now that you've said some things. You know, I've, I'm, you know, it just a crossed drunken, my mind. A drunken mind comes up with some it, it ideas. Cross, it crossed my mind, you know. And I said, I'm only the European title mandatory for for until Octo- end of October. Then the man, my mandatory status expires. And before you know it, I was checking on if everybody had passports. <laughs> <laughs> and then I said, you know what? Let me go to sleep, man, because I I don't want to think about this more deeply than I need to. But. And then I passed out on the couch. You were the world champion, all right? You know, two times. The whole world. Two times. Two different weight classes. Yeah. I know. Of course, but the European so, title is you covered nice that. To, you know, nice, part something of, nice to, to, part to, to retire world. on. Look, Not that it's a bad way to retire from Saturday. I mean, I can't say after Saturday. You know, like I said, I, I've just gone over the whole all the things about why Saturday. I can I can accept it if it ends on Saturday. Uh, it was in Brooklyn. It was to a great champion. It was to a, a, a sporty guy. But but 
you know, the European with title to- could six toes, the yes. European yeah, the European title could you know fall into my lap. Also, that's what I was gonna say. Saturday, I didn't feel terrible. Saturday, I didn't feel terrible. Saturday, I just felt like I I wasn't in a groove and you would have beat a lot of guys. And I wasn't sure. And even Danny Garcia came up to me after he goes, "Boy, you don't need to retire." He goes, "You'll beat a lot of guys." I felt like my defense was very on point. I, I never was. felt like I got hit completely clean. You made a miss a anything. lot. Um, I felt like my defense was on point. I just felt like my offensive rhythm. Needed to find some some uh, some uh, some clarity. So we'll put it that way. And I think that might probably has to do with a little bit of the layoff. You know, uh, possibly it has to do with me not being able to spar at the beginning of camp because uh, I was still cut, <laughs> and so I was still recovering from the cut that ended my previous camp. And we just jumped into our, uh, another camp. So you know, all, the, all that all that could be a little bit of why my offensive rhythm wasn't intact. You know, so I say, you know what, if I if I uh, Danny basically says you could be some guys, and I'm saying if, maybe if I had had some action before going into a big fight right away after 16 months, maybe I perform a little better. Now, if I fight Bronco in two months, come on, bro, you know, you're gonna tell me like it, it's not? It, it, I would be risking something after just having been in shape, after no, after no. now keeping active, after having just been in the ring. No, after, but go ahead. Granted, and, and make Granny Garcia again. is nobody's tune-up because Danny Garcia, you need a tune-up to fight Danny Garcia, not the other way around. But regardless, in the defeat, I still had a fight. You know, so I, I I was now active. I understand. You know. Go ahead and make weight again. That's another part of that's another part of the conversation we haven't even talked about. You know uh, what I'm saying? Uh, that's the most important part. It's not about uh, Bronco. What? Which is when don't I make weight? I don't understand. I know, when don't so I make much, weight? It was so much fun for everybody. It was, so, it was a blast. <laughs> oh, I loved God, it. Gave Nick, me a Nick, break. how much fun was it? Gave me a break. Listen, first well, making all, weight is I, a, the lead. The guy who has the least amount of fun making weight, first of all, is me. Obviously. Okay, everybody, so everybody can hold their horses. The guy, <laughs> when everybody complains about the weight making process, the guy who has the least amount of fun in the whole weight making process is me. So if anybody should be complaining about that, it's me, not anybody else. You're right, Mr. Pistachio. He's right, Mr. Pistachio. Exactly. I was so hungry, I was eating pistachio shells, <laughs> not just the pistachios. I was eating pistachio shells. Okay. Honestly, I want to say it's been a long, long road. Mm-hmm. Whatever happens from here happens from here. I say you're fucking retired, but you I want to say, yeah, I'm saying that it's been a great, great road. But I've you don't got, think it'll be fun going to UK? Of course, we could go visit. Anthony, you have your passport? Nick, you got your passport? Everybody's got something. passport. You got your passport? I'm trying to say something. Do the you show. Shut the, do the fuck show up. There. We could do the show there. Go ahead. I mean, I've had the honor of living vicariously through him all these years because my whole life I wished to be a fighter and to be a champion and all this. I've gotten to travel the world with him. I've never been so proud to be part of a team. No, I thought I would cry, but I'm I'm very happy. I'm very proud of my best friend. I'm I'm very happy. I'm not going to blow you, but I'm going to verbally blow you for a minute. Thanks, pal. Um, All the things he's accomplished, all the trips we've been on, all the laughs, all the cries, all the ups and downs. I have no, no bad feelings at this point. I think everything was great. You know, we ended on a high. Even though you lost, like you said, we lost to Danny Garcia. You know, Great all fighter. around, Danny Danny taking him around the Barclays in the ring and, and just, you know, putting his hands up with him. And, you know, the, the whole crowd was cheering and, you know, basically sending him off. You know, that's the way to go. You know what I mean? We started in Brooklyn. It ended in Brooklyn. I really, really am so proud of him. And, and I really can't, I can't thank him enough for allowing me to roll with him like that. You know, like, you ever watch... Uh, the movie Ali with uh, Bundini Brown I'm like his Bundini you know and Jamie Foxx plays the character and he says I gotta thank Muhammad for allowing me to roll with him <clears throat> he says I like pork and white women I can give up pork but then white women god damn <laughs> <laughs> hello please uh can you we got an uninvited guest on the show yes. alright <laughs> we're recording here we're recording a podcast right now Hello? Can you please disconnect? <laughs> Who is this? It's, it's, per, it's Perez's people Pete, in L.A. Pete is getting uh, interrupted by, every, by everyone. Pete is getting interrupted by everyone today. <laughs> Me on the phone. <laughs> Who the fuck was that? It's the guys in L.A. Is he still on the phone? It's, they're connected through ISDN. What the they're not, they're fuck? Not, they're not on the phone. Can you guys uh, turn it off on there, please? What the fuck? I'm sorry. I'm trying to do a fucking show here. I'm, is... I'm trying to honor my best friend who's a fucking two-time world champion. I got Perez's Hilton people interrupting me. A little bit. I still hear him. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Hang up! <laughs> the fuck are we doing here? This is not... This is not your day. 
Somebody's gonna think... get fucking body slammed. I mean, before before it seemed like Look, this guy's still dialing. Oh, Cheech! <laughs> Hang up. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? Now I'm sweating. What was that? Uh, Jesus Christ! Uh, All right, you think you're gonna be able to? He's almost given like a eulogy because it's the death of my boxing career, and now right. everybody keeps up. And we, everybody we have keeps, a, everybody keeps interrupting him. We have a long resurrection of commentary. Mm-hmm. Podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Sounds like a lot of fun to me. Okay. What do you think, Seth? I'm having a great time. It was fun watching you guys work together, too, because I wasn't just watching you. I was actually yeah. watching Pete also. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, my mom said, where's the foul mouth guy? Who's, yeah. uh, I said, that's, that's him over there with yeah. the bucket. The fat one, yeah. Just where? I said, he's mine. He's the only guy with a bucket. He's right there. <laughs> he's the only guy with a bucket. And they made me wear that stupid fucking thing, too. It looked cool, though. Yeah, you, look, you look like a... Our head coach, Eric Brown, didn't want to wear it. He's like, no, nah, son, I'm not going to wear like, it. You look like a professor, man. You look Paul sharp. Paul's like, he's in my corner, too. I said, listen, I'll wear it if it they, helps. Did they show it in the corner? No. They show that view? They didn't get that view from the whole time? No. I thought it was Because of commercials. Uh, every, every round with a commercial? <laughs> Pretty much, except for when they talked to Rosie. Wow. When Teddy said, you know, Rosie, you're a fighter. You don't need to actually be in the ring. <laughs> Teddy's a fucking moron. Nothing, nothing. I love his son. I love his son. He's a good kid. But Teddy's a fucking idiot. <laughs> Come on. Don't hold you back. You build a sandcastle, and then you run out of sand. And then the shore comes in, the higher tide comes in, and you run out of sand, and you build another sandcastle. Uh, okay. All right, Ted. Thanks. Did you guys watch the fight over? I've I watched it a few times. That's why I'm referring to Teddy. Okay. His legs are, I thought. Your legs, his legs are too, too spread apart. Oh. oh. Teddy, in your fighting days, show me how you would have stood. <laughs> yeah. show, me, show me how you would have stood and made Danny miss all those shots. Get the fuck out of here. Another one. He's mad. He still never got commentator of the year. You'll get it one day. Keep screaming. He's never gonna get oh, it. Oh, come on, stop. We don't. I have a lot of respect for Teddy. I have a lot of respect for uh, you know. So do I. But Jesus Christ, <laughs> he, he, he doesn't. No, he goes along with. He's a boxing guy. Teddy, Teddy's yep. a, a big time boxer. Sure. but he never gives you any fucking credit, bro, for no, anything. That's you know, that's his prerogative. I'm not gonna. It's you know, it's, if if. Uh, if that's his opinion, you know, everybody's... Uh, you're not going to respect or not respect somebody because of their opinions. You're going to re- respect or not respect somebody because of what they stand for. And I, I you know. I no, personally respect... For, yeah. I respect the, Teddy a lot for because of what he stands for. It doesn't mean he has to agree with my opinions or not of agree course. with my opinions. Frankly, that should never have any bearing on whether you respect somebody or not. Is it whether you agree with their opinions or not. It's, it's you know, whether you... I'm your best you're, friend. You're, you're taking Teddy's side? No, I'm not. Why? <laughs> why? What are you? Jerk-o? What is it? You versus Teddy? What are you? What is there a line drawn in the sand? So I don't angry. understand. I, I didn't get the memo. Good asshole. But you, you and I are in the room with the best boxing analyst today. That's right. You really are. That's right. Thanks, pal. Yeah, no I doubt. Appreciate it. I'm not just saying that because I'm on the podcast. All right. Well, thanks, pal. It's good I stuff. Appreciate it. When's no. the next? When's the next one you got to do? The next what? Uh-oh. Um, phone message. Is it? It might be. It might be. Uh, is it Mayweather? Is, it, is that the, the next one I gotta do? I gotta do September six. Peter Quillen's return on PBC. Oh, September six. Did, 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 uh, oh yeah, but I am I am going on a trip to Marbella, Spain. Uh, at the end of this month, my my buddy Matt Macklin is fighting there, so I'm gonna go uh, check out his fight. Our and manager Anthony to, manages Matt Macklin. Oh, cool. to check out Marbella, which is uh, supposed to be a pretty good party town. And also uh, from there, while I'm in Europe, you know, I, I always got to make a stop in Sicily if I'm in Europe. So I'm going to stop in by Sicily see and uh, boy, see my Salvo. family. <laughs> see my boy Salvo. My grandparents are actually there right now on vacation, so I'll see them. Nice. Um, my father's there. will probably create a, a ruckus as usual. <laughs> um, I don't say that proudly, but, you know, I'll, uh, I'll probably see him too. And, uh, yeah, so that, that'll, 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 that'll be the first on, first on the order of affairs. That week, you're also in Dominican Republic, so. September 2nd, I come back the 6th. I wish my flight was I earlier. fly back the 3rd. You getting married? No, 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 next year. I'm going on a vacation, a well-deserved. I've never been on a vacation in my life. You understand Ever? that? Never? Once I went to Cancun at 18 for a bachelor party. Yeah, oh. I've never. We got to tell them the Cancun story. Oh, no. come I've on. Never, I've never been on a vacation where I'm actually enjoying myself because it's always something to do with but, you know, while, we're, while we're on the, you know, uh, yeah, he was enjoying it. And he was enjoying himself in Cancun. But can we discuss the Cancun story, please? Because this one, I can't believe you never even told the story in, in, uh, on the podcast. The Cancun story. All t- right. It's a very touchy so situation. The Cancun like story is Halloween it. weekend, Halloween week, 2001. So what happened no, the month before? Yeah. Oh. 9-11. Right. Go ahead, Pete. Go for broke. Shoot. So I never liked to fly. And now I'm, over the, all the years of traveling with this fucking midget, I've gotten used to it. You know, you just, it is what it is. It's part of life. You got to do it. Go for it. 
Um, but back then, it was terrifying to me. So my cousins, you can. Well, it was fine. more terrifying because of nine eleven. That too. So sure, so which, had, which had just happened. Understandable. You're gonna be fine. Blah blah blah. On the way there, no issues. We stopped at uh, North Carolina, had a beer or two, you know, relax, jump on the plane, go to Cancun. We had a great time in Cancun. I was chasing around fat broads when I was drunk. It was I'm half naked through the hotel. He broke the Senor Frog's frog when you walk in. Yeah, they hit throw him with a body they, shot. They, they threw him out of Senor Frog's. There frogs. was like seven of us. All I'm the smallest one at the time. I was about 150 pounds. My cousins, their friends, it was so half of, boy is now. <laughs> one of the, one of the friends, one of my cousin's friends was a juice head. He punches this thing. My other cousin punches it. Punch. I hit it with a body shot. It goes. And what the guy like, say? What the guy say? The big Mexican frog. bouncer comes over. He goes, "I hope you're happy now, my friend." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Fuck me, come with me." I, I sat outside while they ordered a round of drinks you and destroyed then we went somewhere else. A frog? Yeah, I destroyed the fucking frog with a liver shot. Um, <laughs> we had a great time, and then you know, in the lobby of the hotel, the day before we leave, because uh, just to throw it in there, holiday week, uh, Halloween week, my ass. Our returning flight was Halloween Day. 2001 so October 30th we're in the lobby having drinks CNN's on the news uh, the, on the TV and in the lobby and it says trick treat or tragedy oh jeez high Halloween. intense security at every airport Halloween trick treat or tragedy go ahead oh boy so now I'm like oh this is not good <laughs> so I'm telling my cousins look look at the TV oh what are you worried about you're such a pussy have a drink have a drink I said look at the fucking TV we're CNN. flying over the White House. We're flying over all this stuff. We're going to New York. <laughs> you guys, I said, you guys live in a bubble? I don't understand. <laughs> oh, you're such a fucking pussy. What are you worried about? Okay, what am I worried about? Okay. I says, we could drive home from Cancun. So my cousin's like, are you out of your mind? What are you fucking burnt? I said, think about it. I said, if we get to the border. Yeah, he came up with. Look. I said, if we get to the border, we'll be in like Texas. Like we drive Texas. home from Texas. Yeah, no big deal. So I go down. There's a Hertz restaurant in oh the hotel. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like, hey, how, how long do you think it would take for us to get uh, from here to Texas? He goes, oh, not too bad. Maybe three, four days. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Uh, okay. Then I'm thinking from Texas to New York, that's got to be another three, four days. I said, listen, we could get home in a week. My cousin goes, if you bring this up one more time, I'm going to give you a fucking beating. He goes, we're going on a fucking plane. And now, again, we fly from Cancun to North Carolina. No issues at all. Now, again, I'm not a racist guy by any means, but this is a month after 9-11. So Tensions are high. Yes. So we're getting ready to board to go to you New York. Some, you see someone get on a plane. They're right by the gate, nervous as a motherfucker, and he's staring at me. Okay? <laughs> and it wasn't just, you know, people say, oh, no, you were just paranoid. Okay, fine. I'm sitting there. He's by himself, which is always a sign, Right. He Why had, is that a sign? I don't understand. Yeah. Why is that a sign if he was by himself? The guys on 9-11 weren't by themselves. They no, were, they were in a pack. It. No, no. I'm just saying. As a, you know, you see a person with their family, with their kids, you know, you don't suspect anything. You see a guy by himself, you say, all right, this guy's either on a business trip or he's fucking, he, my life is ending, you know. You that's, what you, that's what you think. Wow. Well, at the, a month after 9-11, yes, that's what I thought. So I'm you sorry. thought the guy from Charlotte, North Carolina, well, the guy was going to bomb the, the Charlotte, North Carolina to New York flight. Of all flights to take, he was going to bomb that one. The Charlotte, North Carolina. I know. Yeah, flight. yeah, yeah. You got big, big balls. Where were <laughs> you when that happened? Yeah, yeah. You, you were home. I know. Yeah. The right. fuck out of here. Um, <laughs> so, so I'm sitting there and I'm like, this guy keeps he keeps fucking looking at me. So I'm like, I can't get on this plane. I can't. So my cousin comes over and he, you know, he's looking. He goes, What the fuck is your problem? I said, Dude. I said, This guy is fucking staring at me. He keeps looking at me. So my cousin's like, you're nuts. You, it's all in your head. You're nuts. So he looks, and he sees the guy, and he looks again, and the guy's staring at him. He goes, Minga, put a mirror to the Sicilian. Like he's a Sicilian, he says. He's, he's, he's looking like, at me, too. He's like, shit, he's looking at me, too. <laughs> so now my cousin, who's he's a tough kid, but he gets you know worried about shit like that, he says, oh, my God, you're right. He goes, we'll sit right next to him. He goes, I'll break his fucking neck before he could even move. <laughs> so I'm like, that, that's not comforting enough for me. you know. So... Now, people start to get wind that I'm not comfortable. So I says, I'm not going to fly. And my other cousin says, you don't want to fly. That's your fucking problem. I'm going. I said, do whatever you want to do, cuz. Now, the lady comes where you give your, your ticket, your boarding pass, and she says, there's millions of nervous flyers 
every day. She says, if you like, I could bring the captain and you could meet the captain. I said, sweetheart, you could bring Jesus Christ off the cross. I'm not getting on that plane. <laughs> See, what if Jesus came, you would get on. So the captain gets wind of this. He says, what does this kid know that we don't? What do you mean don't? if Jesus knows? The Jewish guy's telling him if Jesus came off. What is the, what if, if Jesus told you, you would go? Because Jesus was a Jew also. That's why. <laughs> so we're connected. We're still waiting for him. <laughs> go ahead. Um, so, so when I said that, the, the captain says, well, what does this kid know that, that I don't know? Get his whole family off the plane. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. I'm you got your whole family. They must have been pissed oh, at you, boy. Oh, my cousin was livid. Oh, my Looking God. Looking at me, you motherfucker. You can't believe this. You he started shit at There's, a, there's another flight in 45 minutes. You better get to this gate, this gate, and you go. Uh, at, at this point in my mind, I'm not flying. So what did you think you were going to do? You thought you were going to drive home? You thought yeah, you were going to walk home? How, how did you in your mind think you were going to get from North Carolina to Brooklyn? What did you think you were going to just move to North Carolina? If you want <laughs> if you want to shut up for a second, I will give you that answer. Go ahead. I was broke. I was 18 years old. I'm still broke. I'm 33. But <laughs> if I ever had anything, like a dollar, I would give you 50 cents. No? Right, Donnie. Yeah. yeah thank you. Um, I'm sitting there and I said... I said, I got to be able to take an Amtrak or a Greyhound or something. So what's the first thing you do when you panic? Call your mama. Thank you. Ma. <laughs> ma. I'm in North Carolina. What's the matter? I'm not getting on the plane, ma. Why aren't you getting on the plane? I said, there's a guy. He looks very suspicious. He was staring at me. I feel very uncomfortable. I'm not going to get on the plane. My grandmother's in the background. Just get on. It'll be fine. And rest in peace, grandma. I love you. <laughs> I said, grandma, put my mother back on the fucking phone now. <laughs> In the middle of JFK. Now! Oh, in the middle yeah. of North Carolina. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, you know what? Here, man. You better... He's angry. You better talk to him. <laughs> I said... I said, um... Ma, we gotta figure something out. I said, call up Greyhound. Call up Amtrak. I'm in Charlotte, North Carolina. I need to come home. How much do you have on you? I said, 84 bucks. My cousins gave me 20 years, 5 years. Everybody... Nobody, nobody had money. We're all broke. You know, we're, we're done. We just, just came, came back from Cancun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Nobody had money on them. So everybody gave me whatever they had. I'm sitting there and I'm walking around the, the fucking airport. Now, did they get on the next plane? They got on. The next plane they got the on. The next plane they got on. The one they got thrown off of, they didn't get on. No. And the next plane they got on. You don't have a choice. You're going to get on even though the pilot said no? <laughs> yeah. So the next um, plane after that. So he's, no. he's now missed the next flight to New now York Now I as missed well. the second flight. That so is, by that yourself is, That now. is cousin. I'm yeah, by his cousin got now. on the second flight. No one, no one stayed with you. No, no. We love you, but see you. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, they were mad at them getting them off the first plane. Are you kidding me? I didn't blame them. <laughs> you feel comfortable? Go ahead. I don't feel comfortable. So I'm not going to do something I don't feel comfortable doing. I, I'm still like that now. I'm a stubborn, hard-headed motherfucker. So I'm sitting there, and I'm like, and you could tell, I guess, in my face, because I'm walking through the airport, and this woman says, excuse me, sir, I don't know where. I said, uh, me? She goes, are you Peter? I said, yes. She goes, your mother's on the phone. <laughs> in the fucking airport. I'm not joking with you. In the fucking busiest airport. I'm like this. What? My mother? You know who I am? You Pete? I said, yeah. Your mother's on the phone. <laughs> Ma? Pete, listen. The uh, the Amtrak is $142 and the Greyhound is uh, $89. I said, Ma, I only got 84 She goes, well, what do you want me to do? I said, you can't do no wire trans. I mean, I can't, you can't send me uh, Western Union. I said, I'm looking at the lady. Western Union? She was going, no, no. I said, Minka, what the fuck am I going to do? This guy comes over. I said, Ma, I'll call you back. <laughs> this guy comes over. He goes, listen. He goes, I'm the manager here, you know, whatever. He goes, I understand. I get it. You're from New York. He goes, listen, there's no more flights out of to going to JFK. He goes, I have one left going to Newark. He goes, I want to talk to you. What do you want to talk to you about? Well, he says, I understand what you're going through. He goes, you missed two flights. He goes, I get it. It's fine. He goes, I'm supposed to charge you 50 bucks for each one because you canceled. He goes, I'm going to waive that. If you were to charge you 50 bucks, you really have no money. He goes, I'm going to waive that because I'm going to put you on a flight. Very quiet flight, he said. You're going to go to the gate, and you're going to look for yourself. Don't even sit at the gate until you feel comfortable. He says, there's about 17 other people aside from yourself. You're, you're probably the 18th person on that flight. He says, it's a very comfortable flight. He goes, you go there, and you look. He goes, but I'm telling you, if you get on that plane, and you make another problem, I'm going to make your life a living hell. 
So I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, that sounds good. And I went over, and I saw just family, beautiful kids, and, you know, a couple people with family, and I felt comfortable, and I got on. Birds were singing. Yeah, birds were chirping. I, I put my head down on the on the little table. I Did put he put you in first class? No, first class, my ass. Yeah, oh, first boy. class. I would have demanded. I would have demanded the first class. I was you know, the at that point, you made a problem out of everything. You might as well make a problem out of that. Too. I don't give a fuck about first class. I want to land on my house. I want to be home. That's what I cared about. How'd you so, get home from Newark? Because Newark cab. is further away. So now you had a forty-five dollar cab. Forty-five dollar cab, which now forty-five dollars is like if you go one block. Yeah. In now Brooklyn, that's forty-five dollars. That's an easy hundred-dollar cab ride. But still, my mother was waiting outside. Like, forget it. Forty-five bucks. Boom. <laughs> now, how did you feel spent. when you got home? Oh, I cracked open a fucking drink. I, I just got Some after things it. never change, huh? <laughs> I slept like a baby in my own bed. I had diarrhea from Mexico. It was it was great. <laughs> That's you why you never went on vacation again. Right. You had a bad experience. Oh, very busy man. Yeah, yeah. Fortunately. So you know you're going to have to fly back from Dominican. You can't drive. You know that, right? No, no, no. Now I'm cool with that stuff. We're all, right. all good. We're all good. Thank God. I've, I've, flo- I've flown a lot since then, Seth. You know. Yeah. yeah Vegas a few times. Yeah. Uh, Canada. Yeah, Donetsk. Yeah, uh, Italy. England. You know, I've, I've been around the world. Yeah, so I'm partially responsible yeah. for, you know, Peter's fear of flying. For, 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 for very many stamps on my passport, you are responsible, yes. Yeah. Nice. I think it's a good time to talk about DraftKings. DraftKings? <laughs> Peter, want to tell me about DraftKings? You, since you're, uh, you know, all in on this DraftKings. I can't wait till football season, man. Because DraftKings is going to be where it's at. And every And you're going to use the promo code Pauliem? P-A-U-L-I-E-M? M. P-A-U-L-I-E-M. Football season's around the corner. Like Baseball's said, still going. Baseball swing. Peter, you use Peter cards, and the bookie shows up to your house. So don't do it. Paulie M is the promo code, not Peter cards. Paulie M, P A U L I E M. We got a new gambling podcast starting this week too. Gonna help out a little bit. Really? Yeah, yeah. we got a guy right from Vegas. Is he What's throwing it? locks? Not like Peter Lo- Peter Cards locks, no, right? No, real locks. Like real locks? With, with so science. You, He's using science. Does he have, like, can he have, like, Peter Cards as his, like, uh, guest on there? I can and make they that can happen. Exha- they can exchange locks? We can, we can make that happen. Yeah, you I'll give go him locks. I don't know, dude. This guy's like legit. He's a He's professor. A scientist. He's a professor. Professor I'm a Vegas. Professor. Professor Vegas. Yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> Professor Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs> well, one coast meets the other coast for locksmiths. No, I got the Royals to have a uh, over over eighty uh, something wins this season. Do you? Yeah. You almost did, right? <laughs> yeah. Thank you. That's a lock. <laughs> Boom. Hey, one one. Hey. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> nice. Fucking See sad, the golf? We, we, I hit on golf and DraftKings. I had A-Rod when he had three yeah. home runs last yeah, week. Yeah, ask Boom. me for another ticket to something. Whoa. Oh, yeah. whoa. Keep, now you keep fucking though? around. Keep oh. fucking around. Now you serious? You getting upset with me? Yeah, he's oh he's very, very emotional. Oh, my week. God. Did you see Ronda Rousey, that douche? Why is she a oh, douche I'll leave her alone. What you her. Why, why do you have a problem with her? Well, she'll put you in an armbar so fast. Rhonda, use Paulie M, Rhonda. She can put my kings. cock in an armbar. She'll, she'll put you in an armbar There'll be a cock bar. So it wouldn't be an armbar. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, she'll put you in an armbar. I so used to love her. She's beautiful right, well, so all what, that. What's the problem? I didn't like what she did to Misha Tate after the fight. What'd she do to her? She didn't shake her hand. Oh, she, she was pissed. All right, well, get, get over it. Misha disrespect You see her. what Danny Garcia did after we lost? Yeah, there was respect in that whole uh, thing. Well, before and after. Doesn't matter. Even Broner, this, that. You, you know, the fight's over. That's but, it. You so saw she said to the girl this time, and she knocked her out. What? She said, don't cry, because that's what the girl said to her. <laughs> oh, yeah. She, that's she what get, I mean. She's, she she's throws emotional. In, she throws in the digs after. No, you she, know, when the, when the person's down, you don't Because the woman says about her family. And, and, I know. Everybody, yeah. listen, you set yourself up for that. Your mother doesn't shut up. Your mother's everywhere. She's annoying. Oh. All right, well, she's emotional. She Ronda Rousey. She's not perfect. My mother's a pain in the ass. <laughs> judo this, judo that. Judo Aminka. She's entertaining, judo though. No. Judo no. Yeah. Ronda's entertaining. Yeah. She is. Sure. And she's beautiful. She's yeah. perfect for the yeah. camera. And I'm telling you, you said it, too. She don't like to get hit in the face. Yeah, that was a... Uh, she I didn't, she I got hit once. I wasn't crazy about the reaction. My girl, Gina Carano. <laughs> oh, so I'm yeah, telling you, exactly. my girl, Gina Carano, would have gave her the fucking business. <laughs> you think so? She would have been. A, it would have been a great fight. Yeah, I mean, I think it would have been a great fight. With the way Ronda's fighting, you got to believe it when you see it, you know? Yeah. Someone's got to take it to her. Cause she, she, yeah. Who beat Gina Carano? I mean, granted, I what's know. that girl's name? Cyborg is the only person to beat Gina Carano. Who's the person that wants to eat Ronda Rousey's chew her head off? Cyborg. Cyborg. How come that fight's not made yet? Because she didn't chop him weight. Yeah, well. How come Ronda can't go up and wait? Good point. How come? She don't need to. Everybody else does. Mayweather does. True. Oh, <laughs> good old Ronda Rousey can't do it. Well, let's see. A, oh, we'll see. Time a will machina. tell. 
Oh. Mishkina, Ronda can't know. Ronda's gonna end up in the wrestling. She's gonna end up in the wrestling business. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's gonna be like the old, old time managers, and then Fuck she'll like you. No, want to make a, a big payday. You want to make a, a mega fight, Dana White? Tell your girl, the prima donna, to Ronda gain Rossi fucking ten Cards. pounds. No, tell her to gain Ronda ten Rossi pounds and fight Cyborg. <laughs> fight Cyborg like Gina We're Carano. We're taking all did. bets. Gina Carano <laughs> got balls. Does she, she doesn't have balls. But no, I was gonna say that doesn't even make sense. What's Gina doing now? She's in movies. Oh, all right. She, she was lost. in that old. She was. They tried to bring back American Gladiator. She was in that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That didn't last too long, though. Hey, listen. American you got American Ninja Warrior or something. I want to. Yeah, no, like American those. Gladiators. No, but they have another show on now. It's kind of. Yeah, but that's that. not American Gladiators. No, There's no Gladiators on there. Hey, True. you know who? You know who <laughs> listens to the podcast? Who? Uh, Anthony's friend Jeff. Contigo Sports. Remember when oh, we went they to the hooked game? us up to yeah. the, with that the game Paris Saint Germain Jeff versus Fiorentina. I went to the game a couple weeks before uh, my fight. I talked my about buddy it. Giuseppe Rossi. On. Yeah, my buddy Giuseppe Rossi was on the was a place of Fiorentina, so we went to check him out. My nephew Maximus had an unbelievable time. I like that name. Even though he uh, met Cavani and didn't know who he was, so he was he was looking at him like, "Why <laughs> we got do we got to take a picture with this he guy? Said, why are we, we take taking a picture with this guy?" He goes, "Who is this guy? Why do we got to take a picture with this guy?" In the meantime, it was Edison Cavani. Oh, he's only one of the best players in the world, Max. You know, I'm not going to, you know, let's, let's not push the but issue. No, it was a great time. Jeff from Contigo Sports is a really, I mean, so hospitable. And, uh, just the sweet and everything. Big shout food. out. Big shout out to Jeff at Contigo and Jeff Sports. Jeff is awesome. Yeah, and Justin and uh, and the whole gang over at Contigo Sports, they, they hooked it up nice. They always uh, hook us up with a good soccer tickets or as our friends in the UK call them football football tickets and, sponsor uh, the show I think we're gonna go to a, a New York FC match pretty soon I wanna see my man to Pilo, see Andrea Pirlo uh, courtesy of Contigo Sports soon to see uh, Cat, Andrea so Pirlo what do you have three assists this first game three assists I heard he's not a happy camper though over there with the, with the quality of play at uh, New York FC They don't know What they're even looking at When he This guy's gonna send you A no look pass The guy's gonna be Looking in the crowd Like what the fuck <laughs> Yeah It's a different yeah, level of to, game They need to uh, Up their levels to, They're gonna bring in A World Cup champion Like uh, Like a Pilo to the team They got Davi Villa Who's also a World Cup champion You know you uh, Lampard Lampard is not a World Cup champion But a very good uh, Footballer <laughs> nonetheless uh, Very good That's I just insulting. don't understand Why That's they're not good insulting. Very good I, I, I don't understand Why they're just not good I don't understand no, this. Well, they'll get a lot better. I mean, the guy stepped on the, the field Red for Bull, thirty the Red minutes. Bull, the Red Bulls are okay. The Red Bulls are doing the pretty Red good. The Red Bulls are very good. You know who so. signed DJ Drogba? Oh. The Montreal, Montreal Impact. <laughs> signed These guys DJ are coming Drogba. over, man. These guys are making MLS like something to want to watch. You know, they're, they're making it exciting. Yeah. I, I know you're not into it, Seth, but uh, it's listening. really exciting to I've hear been these to Red Bulls big games. games. Yeah, I, I saw. On, wasn't it Henri? Henri. Oh, he's. I watched him play. So I'm That guy goes to a club. He's drinking vodka and Red Bulls. The next day, he's on the field. He scores three goals. I saw like Beckham play for LA when I went to Beckham, Red Bulls. Steven sure. Girard's in a Galaxy. Well, they have already. Yeah. They also already had Robbie Keane out there. Yeah, and, Beckham, uh, you know, and, I love the stadium Red Bulls uh, mm -hmm. in Jersey. It's awesome. Been there a bunch of times, and I'm sure. Didn't Jeff the Galaxy have Landon Donovan too? No, of course. Your favorite Clint Dempsey's on Seattle. Fuck him. Seattle, they yeah. love their soccer out there. You see what they do? They Great march team. through a whole downtown. Great yeah. team. Cool. Great they they team. Buy, the whole city buys yeah. in. They're he's, into he's it. He's worthless. Uh, <laughs> he's not a Clint Dempsey. He's not one of the Clint Dempsey supporters. It's a great soccer. Clint talent. Dempsey's a good player, bro. He's like one of the top scorers the U.S. has ever had. I'm sorry, Again, bro. Dude, I'm and he sorry. still scores little key clutch, clutch goals. What do you have against Clint Dempsey? I don't understand. I have against him what I saw. What do you have? In what the is World it? Cup. What? What'd you see? He stepped on the ball. There okay. wasn't a player within 20 feet of, of a circumference around him. Okay. Nobody. He got up with the white chalk that makes up the circle in the center field, in midfield. Yeah. And he got up, and there was grass on his cheek and white chalk, and he looked at the ref like as if he got tripped. He tripped over the ball. <laughs> he stepped on the ball. It could happen The to guy anybody. is not gracious in anything he does on the field. It could happen to he anybody. He scores headers, and he scores ugly goals. And he scores a lot of them, he which does. is what his teams always need. Yeah, yeah, sure. Goals are important in soccer, yeah, aren't they? Goals are important. Ask him... <laughs> <laughs> ask him how. Ask him how many were, were were surgically implanted on his head from Landon Donovan. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> this guy's a hater. Seriously, you're a Clint Dempsey hater, bro. I am. You're a Clint Dempsey hater. I am. Guy played many years in the English Premier League, mainly with Fulham, also with Tottenham. Horrible. You're horrible, dude. No appreciation at all. No appreciation. At no. All. Can I ask you guys a question? What? Sure. Did you guys see the fights uh, on Saturday before yours? 
Yeah. Uh, well, oh, we Danny Jacobs and Sergio Moro. That was some crazy first round. I'll oh, tell you that. Crazy, yeah. man. Exciting. That man. was going to be a good fight, and then suddenly, you know what? It ended. With I never the met ankle. Sergio until that. He uh-huh. knew who I was. He was like, "Hey, Peter Cards." I'm like, "Whoa, what's up, Sergio?" You know, well, you're a, you're a, you're a little bit of a big deal. Well, I wouldn't say that, but Sergio's had a decent career. I was yeah, never going to rag on him. Champion, yes. contender, champion. I was yeah. never a fan oh, yeah. of his style. He's but character. he has got character, tough. and he gets in there with anybody. He's tough. It was unfortunate what happened with him. I thought it was his knee, but it turns out it's his ankle. And he clipped Danny. That was Danny. shaping oh, up to yeah. be a pretty good fight, man. Bro, he clipped Danny and put Danny on his ass. Oh, yeah, he sure did. See, right this is the us. stuff that scares me, because Danny's a friend of ours for a long time. But friend of ours, like nice time, ninety bucks. He's a little overzealous because he's going to finish. But that's what I'm be saying. Careful. You, you be get cautious. knocked down by a guy like Sergio Moro. If if that was Kid Chocolate, I think he'd still be down. Possibly. Well, you know what I'm trying to say. Well, hopefully, he learns I think, from I think, that. I think the approach becomes different when you're fighting a bigger. Of course, mm-hmm. but what if you hurt? Uh, what if you hurt Kachoka, which he's very capable of doing? Yeah. Then yeah. you go in and attack like that. Danny's oh. got to keep his hands up. Luckily for everyone, uh, that fight's probably going to happen pretty soon. I think oh. if Chocolate wins next month, it's a small tune-up. Oh, good. I think they wind up making a a big event later in the year with uh, Quillen and Jacobs. It's a huge fight in New York. PBC. PBC man. My mom likes Jacobs because it sounds like a Jewish name. Barclays Center, our house. Even though you're retired now, it's still our house. It's the house you built. I know it's a mismatch. You retired me so fast today. Uh, Yeah, you're You're fucking retired. Shut up. You retired me so fast today. I don't get it. I I said it's a grown man. He can make his own decisions. Do what he wants. I mean, I don't know how the people at home feel, but like, I feel like Peter Cards is just retiring me today. Everybody at home wants to see you keep fighting. Give us one more, champ. I Give us one. Cat, no? I didn't say what In they the crowd. said or not. No, you're, you're not done. Give us one more. Get the fuck out of here. I didn't make I told, a decision. Uh, I told I'm Arturo I Gotti, my idol, the same thing. What? Before, he, not the Gomez fight, which was his last fight. Before that, he fought again with this guy. Oh! No, I don't hear him. I heard him. I don't <laughs> hear him. What did you hear him? He's going to beat him. You heard him? I heard him, yeah. There Yo! You go. Guys, yeah, you got to give us another Milf. 10 minutes, guys. Thank what you. the fuck? <laughs> I tell you, I'm leaving that in the show though because it's, it's great. It's a fucking moron, this guy. I'll, I'll talk. I'll take care. I'm of I'm gonna throw it. him out of the 44th fucking floor. He's window. in L.A. You gotta fly. Oh, yeah, you gotta fly there first, bro. <laughs> I don't cool. think there's anything. I'll take going it on. out on Perez if he's in the lobby. He is. Don't do that. Please don't do that. Um, <laughs> for me, for fucking, me. I'm asking a personal favor. No, but I'm saying, Arturo Gatti. I told him the same thing because he was my idol. I sat at a bar with him, and the whole bar was crowded. Women were dying to see him, dying to kiss him, dying to touch him. And his manager and him saw me because there was security there. And they pulled me through and said, security, you know, let him in and then lock it off, rope it off. And and he's like, how you doing? How's Paulie? Paulie was eating at uh, one of the restaurants. What else is no? So I says, uh, I said, no, Jim. I said, listen, I said, listen, you got a beautiful daughter. He didn't have a son at the time. He didn't meet that lunatic, in my opinion, murderer. Um, he... He had just fought whatever he's having a beer. I said, you got a beautiful daughter. You made money. You had a great career. Everybody loves you. I said, what are you doing? I said, when is enough enough? I said, you come here and you sell out 12,000 seats every time. And he looks and he's nodding, yeah. I said, you think those people love you because they scream, I love you? I said, they want to see you bleed. I said, I love you because I'm telling you I don't want to see you fight anymore. I said, you're my favorite fighter. You're my idol. But I don't want to see you get hit anymore. And he looked, and he was just like, wow. And his manager hugged me and said, nobody talks like that. All they want to do is see them fight. Guys, you know, it's a sport. But this is a young man's sport. Agree. Ten years ago, I'm not saying, no disrespect to Danny, his dad. They're all wonderful people. Ten years ago, he doesn't touch Paulie. He doesn't touch Paulie. Paulie wins 12 rounds easily against Danny. He's 34 years old. Every fight he fought is 12 rounds. No knockouts because of his hand injuries and hand issues. These are, this is a marathon of a career. These guys come in there, boom, boom, boom. Uh, knockout here and there. Uh, nice. It's nice. Like Danny Jacob, yeah, the guy broke his ankle. Nice to have a, a two-round fight. Yeah, but I also don't get any gimmies either. No, that's, well, you never took any gimmies. That's part of what I'm saying too. Your career is a long 14-year career. A lot of rounds. I'm not making excuses though. A lot. No, we had a great time. I love it. I, this is amazing. I'm proud. I'm happy. And I'm not trying. I'm not saying I've got to stick around on a world class level. I'm saying I, I was just 
in conversation stating a chance at the European title because I'm the mandatory contender and there's a show in England October 24th and I've always wanted to fight in front of the UK fans before I retire. I want to fight in awesome. front of the UK fans too. You want to fight. They, the UK fans would support you, Peter Carl. I know. We put you on the undercard. They'll support you. All my UK fans, get, get me a possible opponent to put Peter Cards in against. James you Tony. Think we won't? No, no, hey, easy, easy. James will kill him. You really want to get me you killed, You want to get him huh? killed? I'm talking about a regular run-of-the-mill kind of opponent for the undercard. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Uh-oh. Are you kidding me? If you get me in there, we'll make it happen. You so think- I, I, that's it. So there's a difference with me and that conversation you were having with Arturo Gatti because Arturo, people still were looking. He was talking about still fighting world-class opposition. I, I understand where I'm at well, in my career. I'm looking for this farewell situation in the UK is all I'm saying. And I'm, and I'm thinking out loud. I'm not even saying it's definitely going to happen. I'm just thinking out loud, being I've always wanted the European title. We don't pay you to think. Uh, I know. I do it for free. I have my uh, penny for my thoughts. Pete's just saying that out of love. That's where he's coming from. I, it's, that's, that's totally understandable. Thank you. Yeah, everybody gets that. He's taking off his shirt. Look, he's ready to fight. Look, look. Well, did fight. anybody see my Instagram over the weekend at the weigh-in? <laughs> he, we would, I was doing a photo shoot, and they made me and Peter Card square off because he was ready for the undercard. We got Peter Card's on the undercard in the Kell Brook fight. I'll fuck somebody up. What kind of what kind of a debut would that be in the UK on the Kell Brook card? Could you pull it off? Can I get like um, what do you call it when you're like? Uh, you can see there used to be a thin guy there. What what do you call it when you're uh when you're like such a draw? Spit it out, spit when it out. You get, when you get attraction, like, yeah. When you get the piece of the gate, y- yeah. I think I deserve a piece of the gate if I fight in the UK. Uh, uh, probably, uh, I, I would say Kel probably gets that. He's a man. I'm man. bigger name than Kel. Who's Kel Brook? Uh, nobody yeah. knows him. Come on. He sounds like Jake Lamont at the end of Raging Bull. <laughs> he looks like him too. <laughs> <laughs> you fight the fights. <laughs> No, but I, that's just if on my back. If you went with Sugar Ray, they'd yeah. say it ain't always the gift that's the play. <laughs> anyway. So give me a stage where this bully it can rage. Oh and though I can fight, I much rather recite that's that entertainment. <laughs> and on that note, yeah, we are wrapped up for this week's edition of Brooklyn to the World. Paulie Malinaji. Booyah! We're back! I'm still thinking about it. 1024. I'm not going to stop thinking about it for another week. Later. Right up.